up, Pharmacy Nation? I am Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 788. In this episode, I'll discuss persistent MRSA bacteremia after vancomycin therapy. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 464. The usual course of treatment for MRSA bacteremia is a minimum of 14 days, and the median time to bacterial clearance is about 7 days. For this reason, IDSA guidelines recommend an assessment to determine whether a change in therapy is indicated if MRSA bacteremia persists at or around day seven of vancomycin therapy. The decision to change therapy is not automatic at day seven. Rather, IDSA recommends a series of four factors to be considered. Number one, the patient's overall clinical response. Number two, vancomycin trough serum concentrations. Number three, results of susceptibility testing. And number four, the presence and ability to remove other foci of infection or source control. It may be appropriate to change therapy before seven days have elapsed, depending on the clinical condition of the patient. For example, if a patient's condition is worsening before seven days has elapsed and adequate source control of the infection has already been achieved, it may be reasonable to change therapy. The MIC of the MRSA to vancomycin, or minimum inhibitory concentration, can also play into the decision. For example, a patient who has a worsening condition and a high MIC of 2 mics per ml to vancomycin may warrant a change in therapy. However, a patient who's improving clinically has a low MIC but is still bacteremic at day 7 may simply need to continue vancomycin therapy with no changes. When therapy needs to change, the IDSA guideline authors recommend that rather than adding a new antibiotic and continuing vancomycin, the vancomycin should be discontinued and the new antibiotic be used as monotherapy. By the time a change in vancomycin therapy is decided upon, it's highly likely that sensitivity data of the organism will be available and this can be used to guide the choice of treatment. Daptomycin is a highly desirable choice as an alternative treatment, especially because it's bactericidal. A high dose of 10 milligrams per kilo per day is recommended by the IDSA guideline authors. Should a strain of MRSA be non-susceptible to both vancomycin and daptomycin, there's little data to guide therapy. Other anti-MRSA agents or combination therapy may be used, but evidence is based only on case reports. Possible combinations are ceftaroline plus daptomycin, ceftaroline plus vancomycin, ceftaroline plus trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole, or daptomycin plus trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole. The combination of ceftaroline and daptomycin is supported by a multi-center 26-patient case series that showed a median time to bacterial clearance of two days. A single-center 11-patient case series also reported a 100% success rate with combining ceftaroline with either daptomycin in six patients or vancomycin in five patients. It's possible that in vitro synergy between daptomycin and ceftaroline occurs in vivo as well and is responsible for high clearance rates in these case series. To get access to my free download area with 20 different resources to help hospital pharmacists in their practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com slash free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.